0: To enter the earth free. How did you whittle it down? Oh damn it! It's that fucking alarm, dude. You're fucking fine. <laughs> first
1: show you did this. Second show,
0: hey, it's a it's a I daily love- alarm. <laughs> <laughs> it's ta- it says get your shit together. It's 10 p.m. <laughs> Is that what it said? Yeah. <laughs> it's literally I have that every single day dude, at 10. I love that That's to go great. to bed basically. Okay, so or, wait. Or, like, it's like to remind me that it's it's night now. It's nighttime. Go to bed soon. Yeah. It's like your parent. It, it's the parent that I don't have anymore <laughs> I, I literally was just like, alright, I gotta do this I'll be your
1: parent, I'll I, come in there I, and like look <laughs> you in the ear I'll, If you need me to, I will I don't want to, but I will
0: I, I think I'll take the alarm Okay <laughs> um, No pain, no gain, Chris <laughs> How rude of it was was like our song just to interrupt our conversation. That was
1: ridiculously rude.
0: That was that was terrible. Yeah. I, yeah. I think pretty amateur shit. Yeah, that was amateur shit.
1: No, but we we thought it would be cool to do a podcast where you know we try to figure out. God, the music is distracting. Hold on, turn it down. Let me try this. Let me try this. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, here we are. So we'll we'll um welcome to the podcast show. Welcome. No, but we, we decided to go with, uh, we're going to Vegas. It's like, we're getting the hell out of here. Yeah. And, uh, let's, you know, when push comes to shove, pack up that, uh, pack Pack up up the Cadillac. Yeah. Pack up the suitcase, pack up the Cadillac, put a couple of flasks in there. Well, Chris, you don't drink at all. So
0: put some juice in there,
1: put some juice, maybe some, uh, what, what, what do you,
0: what's the juice you buy? I actually go to pressed Juicery. We're not sponsored by them, but please sponsor us pressed juicery. Yeah, um, dude. Get some free. I, they have actually really like affordable um they have affordable cold pressed juices. Um if you're a health nut or you just like the taste of like natural juices without any added sugars, it's actually really awesome. I my, my favorite one is uh this spicy apple cider. It's like apple, ginger, lemon, and cayenne.
1: Oh, that sounds good. It's
0: so good. Yeah, um, I haven't
1: tried it. Yeah, you offered it to the, to me today, but I'm like, man, you pay a lot of money for those. I don't want to just drink one of your fucking
0: juices. I I made an order like last like yesterday. Um, it was like seventy eight dollars. I just ordered oh a whole God. bunch of juices. You should be
1: sponsored by them. They should literally be endorsing you right now.
0: You have any idea how much people spend on these cleanses? They're like fucking yeah, hundred dollars a week sometimes. That's crazy. Are you serious? Well, like like if you're a Hollywood star, you got nothing better to spend your money on than. Cleanse, cleanse But I mean yourself. like
1: are you saying like a cleanse with this company or like just in general?
0: I actually don't know how much a cleanse with this company would be. It's 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 like $30 a day um, which is not that bad actually. So that would only be like...
1: That's 10 bucks a meal. Yeah. I mean if you're going three meals a day that's actually... That's not too bad but that is still a lot I think for most people. Because you can buy I mean ultimately it's like you can't put a price tag on your body and your health, right?
0: No. no. So, I mean... In the end, like where are you gonna spend your money when you're dead? Right. You know?
1: <laughs> yeah. But it would be way more expensive, I think, even buying because the one thing I did when I did the ultimate ultimate reset is I would literally buy all my groceries, all the vegetables, all the all the uh, fruits and stuff like that. And for me to do like a juice cleanse was way more expensive. So for some reason it was like way cheaper for me to just buy my own stuff and do it, but it was way more work. Like totally way more work.
0: Well, yeah, we have a juicer downstairs, but we never use it.
1: I know it's never been used. Yeah, it's literally yeah. been sitting on the counter.
0: I would love to like just make some simple like ginger apple thing with it. That'd be dope. Should yeah. do it. We should yeah. totally
1: do it. Yeah, we'll make we have some. apples. I think we next may have-
0: episode. Next juice th- making.
1: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so last episode, um I said I was gonna try Skyrim. Play Skyrim? It's a game? Yeah. I watched you play. I didn't actually play it, but I watched you play.
0: I've been playing that for, like, and so I, much. And yet. I
1: watched you literally fight people with an axe. Like, a, you you use this crazy weird-ass... It's the Warhammer. The Warhammer. Yes. Dude, that game is ridiculous. It's it's very PC-feeling. The, the, like, when you're in first person, it feels like you're playing Doom or something. But like, whenever you went into, you could see like the bird's eye view of the character.
0: Yeah, the third person.
1: Yeah, that's kind of where you get back into like, oh, okay, this is like a normal video game. Yeah, because um, most video games they don't let you be first person like that. Well, which you is get, kind of interesting.
0: Now with a lot of the newer games, like in the PS4, Xbox One, and soon to be PS5, um, they they're introducing more of like a first person, like immersive feel, because in the end. Like, VR is going to start taking over eventually, and then that's full, like, immersion. And it's it's obviously more immersive if you're the person instead of just watching the person do shit. How do you feel about VR? Like, what do you feel about
1: the world going towards that kind of reality, virtual reality world? Where potentially, like, if you go out to a public place, someone has their VR set on, where they can literally... Have you seen those, like, those... Like, those... AR well have you seen those like um, there's windows where you can literally push a button and you can see through the window and all of a sudden you push it and there it
0: fogs and you can't see through oh yeah like on grand designs yeah like so imagine
1: a pair of goggles that you can wear in public where if you're talking to somebody physically you can just hit a button or say something and then all of a sudden you can see them and you can look into their eyes and you can talk to them have a normal
0: conversation like you're just wearing glasses oh have you ever heard of microsoft hololens that's that's um. literally they're they're doing augmented reality where you have oh, like goggles almost or it's like they're gonna make it stylish and shit. Um, but it's it's gonna be like glasses that project on to the screen almost like an augmented reality so it can add things to it and i'd like wow it's super cool like you can actually game with like on the surface uh, like your table or something like that like play a game with chess or or something or play like minecraft or some shit like that where it's literally it uses your surroundings and and merges the two and so that's where i think it's gonna head first but i actually used to be obsessed with virtual reality um i owned the, the development kit for Oculus Rift before it even was released. Um, I actually tried developing games for them as well. Oh wow. um yeah, i I uh, was way into it. Um but funny thing is,, uh, this anime got me into is sword art online. Um, it's, it's about, uh, I actually can't really remember. It was so long ago. I was an angsty teen when I, when I watched it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> the point is it's about virtual reality and they actually had like a full dive virtuality where you actually would literally like fall out of your consciousness into the digital realm and you could experience everything.
1: Wait, how did they do that? Like, how would you be brought into that state?
0: It, it was actually like, they had this machine that went over your, your head. It was like a helmet you laid down. And, um, it literally just knocked you out and, uh, picked, it was like it, hypnosis it, kind of a thing. It, it paralyzed you essentially and transferred what? all your, your motory functions to, to, um, transfer to like as a game controller and, and you would literally be an avatar in the digital world and you could see, hear, feel everything touched, you know? And then, so it was also like a social network where they, all these different, all their friends would play. Um, but they had this thing where all of a sudden the developer went crazy and he said, "Hey, um, you can't leave because um, I need if, you." Well, no, actually, they will. <laughs> yeah, um, essentially, uh, you can't leave because there there's a powerful microwave bulb in this that will send out a deadly burst if you try to leave this game, and so you have to play and it, play to the death until this thing is over, until you conquer the, you know the the final boss, essentially with. And there's like hundreds of thousands of players, Whoa. Um, but until the final boss is dead, um, anybody who dies in the game will get killed in real life. Anybody? What? Who's, wait, yeah. wait, wait. This was an, a concept. This was a no, 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 no. This is a, an anime. Oh, okay. So this is the storyline of a sh- of a yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. And and I was just like, that's
1: terrifying.
0: But but what the 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 funny thing is, it actually got me into VR because I was like, I would love to be like fully immersed into something, and I I really tragically realized that w- that's not possible at, at and in t- t- today's n- technology, there's no like, there's no way to project your consciousness into, um, that we know of. Um, yeah. Like
1: in, like in an anime or what, any movie we've seen like minority report or, um, what was the other one that just came out? Oh fuck. What was it? Ah, can't remember. The matrix
0: was the first one. The right? ma-
1: well, the matrix, but it's, it's literally like when you see an anime, you go, okay, you can physically watch the characters put on the fucking, you know, the goggles and all of a sudden they go into that world and you go with them because you see their transition into being immersed into that world where it's like, oh, but you as a physical being in this reality, the world that you and I are sitting in, like to literally be lost in virtual reality, like. Sounds incredible. It sounds incredible. But at the same time. To, to be able to like people have to go to like float tanks and shit like to be able to get out of your own body people have to go float in a liquid That literally creates an equilibrium to where you don't feel
0: The weight of your body. I would do it. I don't know. I would do it. Um, That's Me just too. the way that's it's it's incredible. I mean The reason why people would do it though a lot so of So virtual times reality is different. in what? a float tank Maybe might be the thing right it would make it easier um, if you had full body tracking, but then you'd need essentially a suit that covers your entire body that provides haptic feedback. For so lovemaking. Well, for the lovemaking, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that would be a whole separate thing, like an entire different yeah, device, a different, different that you'd program. Have to, a different belt that yeah. you'd have to wear. That's um, what they,
1: yeah. You got to put on the wetsuit. Yeah, <laughs> That's wet suit. the true wetsuit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the true, the true wetsuit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the point where you don't even know you're wet. Uh, <laughs> Dude, you don't feel. Imagine it, yeah. fish; they don't even know they're wet. They don't wet. know. Yeah, they that's, don't know. They don't that's fucking dry. That's to terrible.
1: Them. When they're when they're you know if someone takes a fish out of a tank, it's like oh my god, I feel so dry.
0: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dry. <laughs> I'm so dry.
1: It ruined my hair. Could you just put on some lotion? <laughs> <please>? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my scales look hideous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um So, but back okay. on topic. Yeah. Well.
1: No, but it's interesting. Like, how do you think, do you think like the virtual world and gaming is going to affect music at all? Because I always wonder about that. Like, how do you think, because in music production, we sit at computers and we immerse ourselves in DAWs. Like, you're working in, uh, what's the program you use?
0: I use FL Studio.
1: FL Studio. So I use Logic. Um, so we're in different DAWs, but the way you get immersed to create something. It's up to the DAW and the quality of the DAW keeping you engaged. Oh, yeah, I've I've
0: thought of this. Um, This is, I think, the most incredible music is ahead of us. And and it's in the future. um, Because once you can take somebody's idea and literally put it, just transfer it onto a computer, I think any normal person with any creative mindset, even if they're not adept with technology, they don't have to be in order to create something amazing. And I think. Once there's virtual um, interfaces for everything, then you'll see who the true masterminds are.
1: Well, how do you? How would you get, like, say, the average person in the future? How would you see someone, like, because obviously that's going to entail a some sort of chip or some sort of uh, thing that you can, you know?
0: Well, we don't know. Stick to the yeah, goddamn most, sides of your
1: brain, your face, to where it's reading your thoughts in all of your magnetic, you know, electromagnetic. Pulses, I guess. I don't. I don't know all the. It'd be a of lot of different,
0: uh, yeah, implants that that would stimulate different parts of your brain, and so it's so able to read your, yeah. an
1: accurate version of what you're thinking.
0: Yeah, and yeah.
1: display that to a producer or display it to a filmmaker.
0: Well, you would. you probably have to still have the the DAW, but it would be completely unlike anything we've ever done. And honestly, I don't think we'll have screens in the future either. I, I, I could see that. Other than other because if you have a way. Where you can implant like something that'll affect your visual cortex in a way where you could literally, you know, organize a screen on in into your field of view or even. Well, maybe I mean, dude, that's yeah. the thing,
1: is I I did so Ian and I, we do the high dare podcast. Him and I, we went and did a a demo at a guy's house that had a full Oculus Rift setup. So he had the whole race car That's setup. That's awesome. Badass. It was badass. The I would guy love spent to do that. Thousands of dollars on this setup. I would have too. We put a call out on a on a message board because we were interested to do a show on it. Oculus Rift Reparo episode thirty two. That's awesome. But we went to his place.
0: I'm jealous. And just the sheer
1: <laughs> fact that I was able for the first time to put on an Oculus Rift and be put into a world and go, wow, I, I have, I have the screen on my face. There's no screen I'm looking at outside of what's on my
0: face. And you can look around. And I can see everything. Yeah, it's so, incredible.
1: So what you're saying is we're not going to have screens in the future. And I would sit there and go, you're goddamn right we won't. Because when you can put on a, a pair of glasses, goggles, that is your screen. Like you could literally be like editing something. So right now, we're, you know, there's a computer behind me that we're doing the show on. But there's a screen there. But I could be talking to Chris where I could see you, but I could also simultaneously be seeing a part of the screen to my left.
0: Yeah, exactly. To
1: where I'm seeing you straight on, I can look at you, but the screen that's behind my, like it's to my back, I would be seeing it off to my left and I could move it around. Just with your your mind.
0: That's you could literally move it. It'll be another, it'll literally just be another thought process, another sense, another thing that you'll, your brain will just come to learn how to use where you could just essentially it'd be like another limb you know it, that's all it is it, it, essentially you'd just be multitasking um, and, and and it's like I, I don't know it's incredible to think about it, it's like what a time to live in that would be it's it, the unknown it's, like
1: we're at the it's like I think we're at the time right now before like you know when like you look back at the old Nintendo games yeah they look old they're still fun to play but they're old you can tell you know, I mean, based mm-hmm. on the way the graphics, graphics have changed and the fact that you it's now full-spectrum 360, you know, you can it's open-world shit where you can, like, fly, you can run forward, backwards, you know. Old video games, you had to keep going forward. You always had to keep moving forward in a video game. You yeah. couldn't really go backwards in a game. Oh, they yeah. always, yeah. like, once the screen was on, that was it. You don't go back. It was just, there was nowhere to go. Yeah, So. Okay. I feel like now that we're at the space where, you know, that's where it's going to go is we're cause I don't even know when you say like, I, like I've thought of all these things where it's like, all right, we're at some point we're going to be implanted with these chips or people who choose to, in theory, we'll be able to control everything and see everything within their own brain. But yet, the only belief I have in virtual reality or that kind of world is only because I've physically been able to see it through the Oculus Rift. I've never, I don't know how much I trust someone implanting anything in my brain to where I can visually see exactly what the implant is wanting me to see or whatever my brain is doing with the implant. That's the yeah. thing that I don't really get is like the program versus what does this, the wild free brain still do with the program? So are we going to put a, ch- a chip in our brain and all of a sudden now you have to assimilate to a chip you and you no something- longer have the, the the ability to think outside of the chip? That's the question I have, or can you still take the chip out and go, fuck this, man, I'm not going to, you know. Well, it have to be something
0: that you'd be able to convince the mass population to do. So it obviously would have to be something that couldn't control you. It would be have no way to control you or access your own thoughts without you being able to do it first.
1: But you mentioned The Matrix, and, and Neo yeah. wakes up in The Matrix. Like, you see how that movie starts out. He's living a normal life like you and I, and all of a sudden he discovers in the movie – he was in a fucking matrix
0: but that's because they were born into it and essentially you had a group of people that were test subjects that eventually started passing down all these people that were born into it yeah so I don't think like we are yeah and there was we potentially could be born into the matrix but there could be have you ever looked into simulation theory I have I love it it's It's so cool simulation theory proposes that all of reality, including the Earth and the universe, is in fact an artificial simulation, most likely a computer simulation. Some versions rely on the development of a simulated reality, a proposed technology that would seem realistic enough to convince its inhabitants the simulation was real. The hypothesis has been a central plot device in many science fiction stories and films. If you believe in simulation theory, there's almost a hundred percent chance that it's it's much much a much higher chance. And and the thing is, we we can sit there and scoff at it like, well, that's not possible. Look at how real everything feels. But we don't know what how more how much more real it could be because we have nothing to compare it to. Right. Like if you look at a movie and say, wow, that's not realistic at all. You have your real life to compare it to, but yeah. you have nothing to compare it to other than this reality. Yeah. So. There could be like way more laws of physics that aren't even possible in this this uh, quote unquote simulated reality. Where do you think like
1: where do you think the music making process will go in this virtual reality world or potential chip in our brain kind of a world? Like, how do you think producers are going to operate in that? Look at how
0: SoundCloud changed the entire industry. It literally took most people that were just kicking back living life easy because they had you know, they had an in, they had friends that basically took them to the position they're at and it took a lot of that power away from it. it sort of spread. It distributed all of the possibilities. I think it'll just make it so everybody can do it Yeah, pretty much. I, I think it's just gonna be harder competition essentially. You have to be like, you just have to have the best ideas. I don't know. Do you
1: think it'll be something like you know, Minority Report when Tom Cruise is like standing there and he's got the gloves on and he's like just moving shit around with a screen. Cause I could see that in virtual reality where like I can see this yeah. and I'm saying this just in Oculus uh, technology where I could sit anywhere, anywhere and I could be in a public place, I could be in a city park, put my Oculus Rift on and literally be managing my productions from a computer screen, moving plugins to the left I could be pulling in a vocal chain, linking it to a bunch of other vocals that are over to my right and literally putting them in a space like kids do with Legos yeah like and, that kind of a reality you know
0: well it's whatever you can dream honestly I, I feel like all innovation is just people getting excited without a sh- excited about shit and doing it yeah. so I feel like if if you think it will be like that then I could find see a that. way to do it you know essentially that if it's exciting to enough people then that'll be the way it is. Yeah. I feel like there's always a way you could literally um link your your uh literally put put a node in 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 an unused part of your motor like your motor cortex and yeah. your brain will find a way to start controlling it or or do something for like your pinky toe or something like or maybe one of your phalanges that yeah. Doesn't anything really link it to a certain thing your penis, your brain, y- your penis? <laughs> <laughs> uh, link it to a certain thing that, that your brain like wouldn't normally control, yeah. And then your brain will just find a way, it'll adapt to the movements, just like uh, people who have, um. Who have amputated limbs and have to relearn how to move their arm because they have like a new bionic arm installed and that works. It literally works. Right. Because it's, they have a brain chip that's receiving all these, these signals. So it's possible. So imagine like, like, okay, so this is where my brain goes,
1: man, this is going to be massive because you, you go, okay, imagine the bedroom producer, like say you're like 15 years old, you live in this shitty ass apartment really bad part of town, but that's, that's the cards you're dealt. And you're literally in this place, but because these virtual reality headsets are kind of like CD players, they're like, you know, uh, playstations, you know, yeah. anyone can get
0: one. You just jump into your If you save enough world. money,
1: anyone can have one. You jump into a world where all of a sudden you're this kid putting on a fucking headset and your studio is like, top-notch, badass, like, fucking Capitol Records. Yeah. That's the space you're in. because, And you can mess with the lighting. You can mess with the art. You can literally, like, you can have virtual friends come into the studio, and they're cutting a vocal in their space, and you're literally managing that from your, literally sitting in a park with a headset on in the middle of the day. You can
0: be a star overnight. But
1: it's nighttime. And you you've got someone who's in London cutting vocals, and you're there engineering them, you may look like a fucking freak to somebody walking by or yeah. riding their bike by yeah, and looking yeah. at you and you're like your arms are waving well, around. Well, you might not even need to do that. Well, that's what I'm saying is like you could be in your house, literally in your bedroom on your bed in the middle of a state-of-the-art studio that you can't afford, but it's you see it in your reality. The graphics are so beautiful that you're in the space yeah, and you can tailor it to whatever you want. You can have your logos on the fucking wall. Literally, that's the world we're talking about. This is the very edge of where we're going where anybody's going to have access to state-of-the-art state of studios where you no longer have the excuse excuse to say, oh, I just don't have access to the software or whatever. Now it's all virtual.
0: Well, think about it. Would they have speakers anymore? Would they need speakers anymore if well, they could simulate audio? Well, would it depends. They, I guess it's going
1: to be the they headphones just have, that you're
0: wearing. That's would, good. Would you have an implant that would just send those signals to you? I mean, yeah, I would say would, then what would those those top of the line producers have? Would they have much better simulation equipment? I mean, that's where you it know? gets
1: into a, a pretty That's t- that's just where it goes. You know. Well, I mean, I guess I guess it, if you're a it, multi multi millionaire, it adjusts. Yeah, if you're if you're like a a, a Benny Blanco or you're a fucking Chris Lord-Alge and you're going, "Okay, I have I've been working in the music industry for 25 30 years, longer than that." You want to have first dibs on the latest shit. You will. And, and because, you want to have first yeah. access and you want to have better access if there's tiers where someone can say, okay, you can have the Benny Blanco studio, you can have his studio, it's all modeled after his studio, but you've got to pay for a certain tier to unlock
0: certain yeah, plugins. Yeah, yeah, it'll become a capitalist that's thing That's exactly,
1: or that. I mean, that's the thing, man, is I feel like how could a producer, how could a young producer curb having to get sucked into because ultimately if, you have, if everything at the end of the day is gonna be how much you can afford, how much is it worth going into the virtual world, you know? If all of a sudden you're still going into a world where you can't afford to, to operate at the highest levels, you know, or what's gonna exist in the black market where someone says, oh, we've got the Bl- Benny Blanco studio completely unlocked. All you have to do is come into the dark web and log into our fucking secret society See, where feel you can like, log in and you have like access. I,
0: even the idea of a studio, I feel like that won't even be. It, it'll be whatever adapts to what's the most efficient way to produce music at the time, which could literally just be a blank, like a blank screen in your mind that you put notes together and have a couple. It'll literally probably just be living in a DAW. No, no studios, no speakers, nothing. Just All of that stuff is mainly just to make sure that make sure that um your your sound is is not reflecting off the walls or or you know all yeah. The way the studio is designed is literally around the parameters we have. So it'll I think the environment is so much different in the digital world. It's much more simple. I feel like it'll be I think it's just it'll be Whoever like, whoever I, I gets like
1: I don't see in our realities that somebody like say you're in the virtual studio with your headset on. I don't think that someone say they're working in in fucking Ukraine and they've got you know their studio and they're going to sing vocals for you while you're engineering them. Yeah. and talking them through the, through the through the project. I I still think there's gonna have there's gonna be this long learning curve of they're still gonna have to have a trusted like space that they're in cutting vocals in because you can't just be in a virtual spectrum and someone sings in like everyone's unique voice. Like my voice is different from everyone else's voice. It may sound Mm -hmm. similar to other people's voice, but my voice is my voice. And to capture that, you can't do that with a fucking chip. I'm sorry. I just don't believe that's
0: possible. I oh, well, it's that's, still, that's a little different. I'm talking about production. But, yeah, but I I'm mean, saying, singing. like, say
1: you've got someone singing vocals, they're still going to have to sing it in a space that is quality, right? So they're still going to have to have a physical space they yeah, can go into. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, I don't know. Yeah. I
1: Doesn't mean they can't have fun and be with you in a badass, like <laughs> like. I guess looking at you in a weird, like they'll see you behind the glass because you created an avatar that they can see that looks just like you, but maybe you have like a badass outfit on that you're not actually physically wearing, you're in your fucking pajamas. But like, I could see you in this killer outfit and you're behind the glass engineering me while I'm in Russia or wherever the hell I am. And th- you could be in another room. You could be in the next room portraying yourself in a fucking bear costume. If you, you know, want. a
0: wise man once told me they they'd literally staple a quilt to the ceiling in order to get good audio. That's true. They don't fucking need anything besides a decent mic and maybe you a gotta fucking blanket. You've got to kill reflection blanket. with a blanket, yeah. Um, but I feel like whoever gets access to this technology first is really going to win. And I think that's... Once you establish yourself, that's it. That's, but do you that,
1: think they... Here's the thing. Do you think they're going to win? Well, they're going to win by getting all the pr- top producers onto it. But I mean... They'll be the first. I, I feel like the people that create this stuff... I wouldn't necessarily say they're the most creative people to use the software. I think the people that create computers... They're just creating it, but the better people use it to its max. That's what I'm saying, Like, Apple created the the Mac, but look at all the music that came from the Mac computer, the Apple computers, even PCs. But I'm saying Apple changed the game for the music industry completely, Mm. completely. And the way they did it is they made it easily accessible to the average person, and the average person that was good... It was able to rise yeah. above other average people, and It'll so just make it, it easier. It, they gave people tools and a resource to literally show what they can fucking do. Yeah, and I feel like that's what the virtual world will do. Like the guys that are making it, they may be geniuses, but they're not songwriters. They may be a songwriter, but they're not the best songwriter. And the best songwriter is going to take their software and blow everyone out of the water. And I think that's what's going to be the interesting thing is when someone gets access to the tools, they're going to change the
0: game. Imagine collaboration. Totally. How much easier is going to be. Yeah. It, it, you could have 100 people on a song.
1: That's I insane. I mean yeah. I mean
0: not 100, but like, you know, I'm saying you could literally have so many You could so have 100 many... people.
1: Like like Hit Record. Have you heard of Hit Record?
0: No, I haven't.
1: So, no. Joseph Gordon Levitt, the actor, he started a company called Hit Record where online all these people could contribute on one piece of art. So say someone does a watercolor of a picture of the sun and they upload it. Oh, I Then was someone just, can okay. take that picture of the sun, animate it. Then someone could write music to it. Then someone could literally go, oh, let's make this into a fucking uh, a storybook. It's like they, a
0: game of telephone. It's,
1: to, that's <laughs> yeah. all, it's literally people building this whole collage of what one piece of work could be. Someone could come up with a song first. Someone could come up with a picture of the desert. And then all of a sudden it becomes a whole animated storybook or it becomes an animated uh, miniseries of a of a TV show. That's what Hit Record became. I was doing it for a little bit. Uh this was like that's cool. several years ago. That's really back. cool. I, yeah, I contributed a little bit, but I didn't really get way into it. But like that's what I think what you're talking about is it becomes that next level hit record where you're in the virtual spectrum and everyone from all over the world, you've got a hundred collaborators contributing these different visual elements or audio elements. And it becomes maybe, maybe there becomes these little hierarchies in the virtual world where someone says, I'm the project lead and I've nominated 10 people to become uh, sifters. Dude, we're, we're fucking, this is happening right now. I'm literally...
0: That would be really cool. If you can If you can start a music production... I'm going to um, copyright virtual, that. Virtual music copyright production. Copyright sifters. Copyright musical uh virtual music production. <laughs> well, or at least a, a an idea of it. I
1: think I think we are comp- we are we are definitely thinking of things. If no one else has thought of this, we are definitely on the front end of it because I do think sifters in projects would be teammates where you go, okay, I've got a production I want to do this song based on these things. So think about in music licensing. So say somebody brings you a commercial. They need a song based on this. And you're like, okay, well, I've got 10 other projects I'm working on. Now you can go, I've got this team of people where I can say, I've got this brief, which is this toy company, this car company came to me and said, we have this, we, we have this project, we have this com. Car commercial. We want it to be based on these elements. It's summertime. We want it to be fun. We want to blah blah. Oh shit!
0: Yeah, I think I know. So listen, you can
1: then take that commercial, shift it over to this whole team around the world there are people you physically selected. That you just like people who game in Call of Duty. They have their they have their teams. They go fight with their own war their own warriors from around the world. Literally soldiers you've got a guy from China, you've got a guy from Russia, you've got a guy from, you know, America, you've got a guy from Mexico and you're a team because they're all the most badass players fighting whoever the other team is. You don't know who they are. You don't know those pl- other players and you guys are all talking to each other. Where's so I think going? Well, I think in the same realm, it's going to be in music where you go, okay, I just got this project from this toy company and now I've got all these producers from around the world that I can say, hey, I want you guys to help me make this song. And you can divvy up elements of the song to a lyricist, to a producer, to a beat maker, while you're also simultaneously working on this other project. While they're doing this, you're doing this.
0: Sounds like a label, but that sounds like if a label was smart. I'm telling you, when
1: you're in your head and you're in a fucking virtual reality, you can have multiple projects going on because everyone's delegating and relegating Dude, labels will be
0: ruled out unless if they're smart enough to find a way to, to get on top of the game, to spend their money on this type of shit before the general public. So can. let's
1: start headset records. That's our record company. Headset, headset records. records. Yeah. That's fucking,
0: that's a good idea. Yeah.
1: Headset because right, whatever got it, this. if it's, if it's earphones or if it's a, a virtual set, it's a headset, a virtual
0: DAW. So headset records, virtual DAW copyright. Oh my God. That is yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, we're going to Vegas. Copyright, to we're going, you to, by Vegas. We're, we're going yeah. to Vegas. Yeah. So, we're, we're essentially, we want to do this show. We want to, like, in the future, we're going to have other producers on because we want to talk about these kinds of things because I feel like this is the cool shit to talk about is like music and, like, Super cool. the creative process of like what we're working on. Like, you just stemmed out a bunch of stuff we're doing for yeah, yeah. Um, the record we're working on. You
0: can play a little clip if you want. Yeah.
1: Yeah, let's play it right now, yeah. actually. So sharing the work that we're doing, but also bringing other producers in to talk about, you know, their process and the songwriting process, because I think that's important. Like the one thing you and I have never done, and this is something I want to do is we've never built from fucking scratch. Like you and I have never sat together. And I said, so I want to come in with you because you're more on the production side. I want to come in as an artist and say, okay, let's do a writing session today from scratch.
0: And let's sit down, down
1: And see if we can come up with something within a block of time. Let's give ourselves five hours. Five hours from Mm, scratch to build mm -hmm. a song and see what we can come up with. Because I think that's where you really like, I don't know, you really kind of, it's like playing baseball or playing basketball with somebody. Like when you get on a court, like that's the one thing about sports has over music. Like unless you're playing live music with a band in sports, that's your live You're actually, you may be the best, you may be the best badass basketball player, but there's another basketball player who thinks the same. And until you both get on the court together and play, that's where you really have fun playing the game.
0: Yeah, man. And I think in music, that's that's the thing. Yeah, That's poetic.
1: It is. It's like when you get in the studio with somebody, with a producer or another writer, it's like you have to play ping pong and you have to make something together on the fly and that's the challenge. And I feel like that's what, will be fun to do well i
0: think also collaboration like the way we've been doing it right now it's almost like playing voicemail tag with somebody where you're never truly on the phone call yeah yeah exactly so that'd be interesting to do the phone call yeah right (laughs) exactly yeah and, and start off without having to leave a voice voicemail
1: do you ever wonder where all the birds go when they die do you ever wonder what it'd be like to take off your helmet in outer space have you ever wanted to scream in the middle of a busy grocery store when things aren't going your way? Well, let me tell you something. That's incredible. 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 Oh my God. Sorry, Captain, I. I've never fallen asleep like this. I I apologize. (sighs) Yo, um, what's up? Oh, nothing, sir. Never mind. (laughs) So Chris, how how are you feeling? Aside from the music and virtual reality shit, how do you feel... Like right now we're in, I don't know how many days in, we're over a week for sure. I don't even quarantine. know what
0: day it is, dude. <laughs> well, we did
1: the first show, I think right before the official quarantine started. So yeah. we were like a few hours before it actually officially started. We've been in it now. Um, I mean, what was that? I mean, because that was a, I, I can't remember. I literally don't know what day that was. It's been yeah, such it a it doesn't sh- matter. Who cares, right? Fog. The past two, three weeks have been a weird fog.
0: For me, How are you feeling? I'm. I'm honestly to to give you my honest views. I this is one of the best things that could happen to me <laughs> this year. I haven't. I've been saying, oh, I gotta sit down and make music. Oh, I gotta do this. Oh, you know, and then I finally had an excuse to do it. I'm like, well, I guess I have to. And then I sat down and made three songs so far, and they're all badass. They're yeah. like they really turned out in is they have their own vibe, all of them. I agree. Um, thank you. And, um, yeah, I think it's, it's given me the time. I I feel like anything you can really make the best out of it. And in this situation, there's a lot of things that lined up where I just made the best out of it. Um, yeah, yeah I, I'm doing great. How are nice. you doing?
1: Man, I'm seeing so many incredible things come out of this process for other artists that I respect and follow. But at the same time, I feel like I'm doing a lot of artistic things on my own time, but I've also been dealing and struggling with like like to get real with it. I have my ups and downs with the depression of it because I'm like, man, I am nervous about what's going on because I don't necessarily just think it's a vacation. I think there's always something else going on in the world. That's beyond my comprehension. But at the same time I'm going, I don't want to be, you know, we see all these movies where it's like apocalypse shit. Yeah. My brain goes, okay. For the first time in my, my life, Ever, Everyone's home And this is the moment in the movie we've all watched Where We don't know how it's going to unfold We're in the very honeymoon phases of this shit Where it's still Okay This passed the stimulus package US is now officially The most cases of coronavirus But we're still like Everyone can still we can, we can go to the store You know, People can still go buy guns People can still go get little odds and ends Things that you need So I'm going, okay, I, as a songwriter, am still observing the world around me going, is it going to go back to normal? I hope it goes back to normal
0: because. I would really like it to go back to normal. I will.
1: (laughs) I I do and I don't because I, I want things to change in a positive way. Like in a way where we go, man, we don't have to do things the old way anymore. We don't have to like sacrifice bullshit because we think we can't stop. Well, now we know we can stop. Like literally, like, like literally when we were like, oh man, if only you could just, if only you could just force people to stay home and not pollute the earth, this is happening. This is it.
0: This is what's happening. I think it's going to change everything in a, hopefully a positive way. Um, Have you ever thought about, you know how people talk about the environment all the time? Yeah.
1: Global warming. Have you Mm -hmm. ever thought, what if this was all fake? And I'm not saying it is this literally it's something, I don't know. I'm just saying, what if this was a program implemented because they were like yeah we can't get people to like stay home there's no way the only way to do it is with a deadly virus you can't just say oh okay well everyone has to stay home because we don't want you to pollute the earth or we want this many people to not be polluting the earth because like in the u.s i think this past week i think they have a third of the u.s in quarantine
0: dude it's so that's
1: two-thirds of the u.s is still fucking business as usual oh shit really that's it but i'm saying Okay. So the U S has 350 million people
0: and only a hundred million are in quarantine about
1: 125 million or so are in quarantine. And maybe that's big, a bigger number because maybe people are going, "Uh, I'm seeing what's going on. I'm just going to stay home and they're already doing it. And they're not even maybe officially told to do that. And they're just doing it anyway. So there probably is more people doing that, but think about the, like think about the pollution levels that have gone down. Like it's got to be the it's the I most think, we've yeah. ever seen in history.
0: I think everything about this, everything about this is is in a way that is is it's going to kill the least amount of people. Something like this happening would would normally kill, um, but somehow raise the most amount of awareness. I think it's a good thing. I think it's a. I mean. It, don't, don't, don't get mad at me for saying that, but I think it's going to affect the healthcare system in a positive way. I think I people, hope. it's literally opened so many eyes to the yeah. fact that, that healthcare has to be something affordable. Um,
1: yeah. Cause you just went to the hospital and, and, and you had I, to they bill- billed
0: me, they billed me $10,000, actually $11,000 for an ER visit. Um, and it was it was something that eventually got taken care of so what did you do to whittle that
1: down how did you do it like so for anyone listening if they're going through that shit how did you whittle it down
0: oh damn it it's that fucking alarm dude you're fucking (laughs) fine
1: first show you did this second
0: show hey it's a it's a daily alarm (laughs) (laughs) it says get your shit together it's (laughs) 10pm is that what it said yeah It's literally. I have that every single day at I ten, love 10 that. to go great. to bed, basically. Okay, so or, or like, It's like to remind me that it's it's night now. It's nighttime. Go to bed soon. Yeah. It's like your parent. It's the parent that I don't have anymore. (laughs) I I literally was just like, all right, I gotta do this. I'll be your parent. I'll come in there and, like, (laughs) flick you in the ear. If you need me to, I will. I don't want to, but I will. I I think I'll take the alarm. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No pain, no gain, Chris. (laughs) Yeah, um, so other than me having to get my shit together, uh, what were we even talking about? Well, we're just talking about, like, assimilating into this new
1: reality we're in. Like, because my initial... My earlier question that I was asking you was like how you're dealing with the quarantine because people that are listening, everyone else is in a quarantine right now.
0: You got to make the best of it. Just just yeah. be nice to your family. Live with your like talk to your mom. Damn it. Like um, or, yeah. or just like the whole point is like pick up that pen if you've never if you haven't drawn in a like while. Like a weed pen? Um, well, pick up. The, <laughs> sure, pick up. Pick up that habit. Start smoking. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do. Uh, don't. D- don't. Don't. No. Don't. Don't start smoking. Don't. Um. Unless if. Unless it's yeah, weed. Unless if it's it's weed. Or
1: edibles or something. Or edibles. Yeah. yeah. Get um, high.
0: Get high. High yeah. is fun. Yeah. High is fun. No Speaking more, no, of
1: high, have you done shrooms?
0: No. No, I haven't. We should do shrooms and do a show one day. Dude, that would be insane. Maybe that'll be
1: like a goal. Where we'll hit like a mile marker on this podcast and we'll do shrooms for one
0: episode. Just don't show my parents.
1: I think they would love it.
0: No, no. They've explicitly told me they don't want me doing psychedelics.
1: They don't want you to wake up, dude.
0: It's, it's, uh... When you do
1: psychedelics, you fucking detach from the earth.
0: You're like, oh, I see a bigger picture. The thing is, it's something we can definitely, um, converse about off mic
1: <laughs> okay that's fine uh, we'll just take the shrooms and then we'll do the show as normal business who knows as usual.
0: who knows who knows but no maybe we, maybe not <laughs> <laughs> i guess we'll never know
1: <laughs> mom <laughs> no, but, but i think i think one of the biggest things so to me out of this chris is i want this show this podcast to be something where you and i can converse about production music yeah any ideas that we have about where things are going in reality the reality we're experiencing but more importantly the process in what we're actually physically doing musically together as cousins, but also do you think your family's going to listen to this?
0: I have no idea. Um, I know my, I know I know my brother is, Hey, Um, what's up? Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to my brother, Jay, Jay, you didn't get to come
1: out here. Fuck around. Get crazy.
0: Sorry. It's it's getting postponed. postponed. postponed He's he's going to come visit Corona Rona. I'm I'm excited. He's going to come visit. And, uh, uh, probably may now. I don't know. We we're, we're trying to postpone it, but um it'll,
1: it it'll be the city will be healed hopefully and things will open again and, and coming yeah, to LA it's, will it's be, fun. be fine. Yeah, it's
0: going to be fine. April 19th is when it's supposed yeah. to stop, but if it doesn't then that's the course of life. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think, my I family think the listens. a, is a good.
1: Uh, good uh, oh, my fa-
0: no, it's fine. My family might listen. Um I have no idea so but I shouldn't it, say pussy. I
1: shouldn't say vagina. You can you can't I say, pussy say penis. vagina.
0: vagina. Yeah, you can't Cuck. say vagina. we'll just leave all of you can't say fuck (laughs) Um, sorry this show is explicit no i if if my parents uh, are watching this they know what they're getting into yeah yeah. so
1: (laughs) well no I, i mean i feel like it's it's cool because like for me the way that i met you when you were younger you got into music you came out here now you're here we're in a house together i'm hopefully helping you in your journey vice versa like we're doing music together because you you do have a talent that I believe in. And I feel like that is something that will be super interesting to see unfold. But at the same time, this podcast is all about going, you know, I feel like there's going to be a lot of young songwriters out there that don't know how to write a song or don't know what it is to just jump into production. And I want this to be the type of show where you can be a fucking idiot. You can be fucking out of your mind yeah you fucking idiots scared no no. (laughs) (laughs) please keep writing no keep writing keep writing writing. that's the only
0: thing that did it for me
1: exactly man it's It's, all about taking the conch
0: i had a friend um well we're still friends but we don't talk as much as we used to in high school i was like hey frankie you know i'm I'm thinking about hey, dropping Frankie. this. Yeah, I'm thinking about dropping this. You know, I just, I can't. I, it's literally something I, he's like, no, don't stop. You're you're not allowed to stop. You can't stop. You're you're going to keep producing. Frankie saw that shit. Yeah, he saw it. Well, he, he was just like the one that kept me going.
1: It's literally, I think that's what life is about, is the people that encourage you to keep doing what you do.
0: Yeah, he's and awesome.
1: 100% is what this show is about. If you're out there and you're wanting to make shit, don't let anyone stop you.
0: He also was the one who like, I was, I was bullied a lot in uh, middle school, and he was the one who always kind of stood up for me. And it, it, that was like really awesome. He he was definitely there for me a lot throughout high school, and it kind of like shaped the person who I am a little bit in a way. Uh, we were really close. We yeah. totally
1: got to have him on. Yeah, we got What a badass. Totally,
0: right? Yeah. Dude, that's, Shout that, out to that to me,
1: those are the real heroes yeah, in, in life yeah. is the people that keep you from derailing, you know?
0: Yeah. You know,
1: that's that's it is staying on course because if you believe in something, the belief that you have within yourself is all you have. And you have to surround yourself with people that keep you on course of whatever you're good at. Because I I do think there's also a part where people are delusional and don't they're not realistic with their talents. I think you have to really recognize your talents. It's super important. And then the people that are giving you that encouragement will do it. You just you know when people have talent. I, and, I, and I think that's Frankie. That's what Frankie saw in you was that same thing that I saw.
0: Dude, I, I got I a little taste of um, what it would be like to work myself up back in high school. Um, I was on this app called Pocket Band. It's no longer a thing. Um, I'm not going to say my artist name because my work was terrible. <laughs> no, compared to what it is well, now. Well, if he had a big because you can still it wasn't terrible. Well, you can still look at like the the works of art on there but i didn't like actually have like the followers and everything but i was working with the number like some of the number one artists on the app that's bad and it it took it's it was basically it's a social network of producers and songwriters and singers that all could actually collaborate on this this cloud-based dog it was a brilliant idea and i don't know why it it tanked um because it was great uh I I was on there for TikTok. a couple of years. It, oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. I guess, well, TikTok doesn't have its own DAW. Yeah, you're so right. So that, it doesn't have built-in synthesizers oh, and, getcha, and, getcha. Uh, and like see. an actual songwriting program. Yeah. But this one did. And you could actually like literally put song notes, conversate with people, message with them, invite them to coll- collab. Uh, And that's eventually really I just cool. started, sh- you know, slowly shooting the shit with people that started working with the people that worked with the people that worked with did, number one. Do you know why it failed? Um, SoundCloud. I think it was SoundCloud. What,
1: but what did SoundCloud offer? That It was
0: just bigger. It was just, um, people blew up there and it was, it was something that you didn't have to even pay money for. I paid $10 to have PocketBand. It, yeah. it started in 2010 and it ended in like, I want to say 2017. Oh, wow. It was, it was around. That's a good c- run. It was a good run and it, and it had, I think at its peak, like, I want to say 200,000 downloads. It wasn't something huge. It was a, it was That's a, pretty good. Um but yeah, I I was I was up there. Uh, yeah. I wor- I worked with I worked with uh this the main guy. I I was actually one of his main producers for a while. Um I didn't work with like the number the thing is, the number 1 guy on the app when I started, he Was actually overtaken by this guy that I was working with, and then we made it to number one. Essentially, oh, interesting. Um, it was insane. It was it was really cool. Um, but you know, and and my name was kind of known. Um, throughout the app, my my producer name was Beats by Chris. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, there's people out
1: there going, "Oh my god, I knew that guy." I heard his stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, there's this one rapper. I really, I, I don't know where he is now, and I tried to find him on social media. I couldn't find. I think he had a SoundCloud with a couple of songs, but it wasn't. Uh, it was just like he needed, a, like a good producer. Um, Chad de God. He was. He was. He was bomb. He was a good. He was a good rapper. Chad I, Degod, God. Yeah.
1: Your fucking Come, duty is to hit this show up. Yeah,
0: hit me up. My new producer name is Billionaire. Yeah, it's Billionaire with an S I in front of it. Exactly. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed working with him. He was one of my um my favorites even though he wasn't he didn't like have a huge following on on the app. He was actually I think he was in the the top 50. That's um, great.
1: How many how many was, users were on the app?
0: Um 200,000.
1: So that's so 200,000 that's not that's not that many.
0: Yeah, it's not that many. Yeah, in the grand scheme of like it wasn't. So I'm not saying I'm hot shit or no, anything no, like No, you're but. hot shit in that because that's, <laughs> that's dude, out of 200,000 people, that's fucking
1: incredible to be working with the top of the brass. Like, seriously, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Let's leave it on a high note. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to do, we're going to just start implementing more production stuff in this podcast while we're in this weird quarantine. Eventually it'll be over and then we'll have to move on beyond that. But right now we're in a quarantine This will be fun to listen back on and maybe in 20, 30 years and be like, oh my God, remember that time. But um, hopefully (laughs) we we are able to make some great progress uh, musically and share that. But other than that, you know, hope everyone stays active and creative. And um,
0: if you ever just feel like, look, we need to go, just fucking go to Vegas.
1: Go to Vegas, man. That's the thing is like this podcast is all about just like unplugging and being like, you know what, fuck it. Anyone that goes to Vegas is escaping their realities. Like if you've yeah. ever been to Vegas, it's a shit show. It's like total debauchery, total escapism, 100%. So that's what this show is all about. It's yeah. about the music producer's escapism. We're going to Vegas.
0: We're not censoring most things we say. except no. for except I mean, for the word except- pe- Penis. Yeah, penis is, is one of the words we cannot say. We can't, yeah, say, we can't penis. say penis.
1: Penis. Yeah. yeah. Penis. We can have to say we can say penis. We can say penis. Yeah, the producers are cool with penis.
0: Yeah, they're cool with that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so but thanks right. for listening and uh you know, take care of yourselves, stay healthy, and uh, we're gonna have more shit right around the bin.
0: Yeah, love you.
1: Thanks for listening to We're Going to Vegas, only on the Elftree Podcast Network. If you have any questions or comments, music production topics for us to discuss on the show, or just want to say hi, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram, at goingtovegaspod. See you next time.